we might be freaks, but we know our mother phone can beat. And we are live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a um, a surprise live stream, I guess you could say. Um, with uh, my buddy here, Johnny Walker. And we are looking at a, uh, a few things today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, kind of streaming platforms, how they pertain to artists in terms of monetization, and that kind of whole shebang. What's going on, Johnny Walker? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Well, I'm um, sorry to wake you up that early. Uh, in <laughs> Chicago, it's really early. Over here in the UK, it's kind of uh, mid-afternoon, so I'm fully energized. I appreciate you may be a little bit tired. Yeah, sure. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure I disrupted your uh, your streaming schedule for the week. I was listening to your excellent podcast, uh, The Sweats and, <laughs> and Steve show <laughs> which i recommend to all my listeners because if, if you want to laugh guys and girls really that's the place to be so it's the <laughs> sweats and steve show these guys are really funny so i was listening to you and you were explaining your streaming schedule for the week and um you know what you're gonna what you're gonna do what your plans are and here i am just uh, disrupting it's called the disruption <laughs> technique right calling you at nine o'clock in the morning and, and saying come up and do some stream right uh, let's get to the point. So the, the, the reason, first of all, for my listeners who don't know you, you're a musician, you're also doing podcasts, you're doing gaming, uh, streaming, but uh, I know you through your music. And this is the reason I want you here because you're going to bring the perspective of the musician. And again, for those who are not familiar with you, uh, you, you produce anything, uh, with a hip hop vibe, with a house music vibe. Uh, yeah. You write your own lyrics, and you're pretty much amazing. You're like Leonardo da Vinci of uh, of music. Oh my God! <laughs> stop, Johnny. Stop. Make me blush. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, people really, you should uh, check out his music, and you can find everything on YouTube, including the Steve, the Sweats and Steve show. And Sweats is S W E T Z. Yeah. There you go. That's uh, yeah. So. I was just checking out my Twitter feed and, uh, I, uh, you know, I brought, I, I came out about an interesting tweet by Matt Zorn. You can see my screen here for those of you who can't. Um, I'm, I'm going to read out what, what Matt was saying today. Matt is situated in California right now, although I think he's English. So I think the discussion, he was having a discussion with, with, uh, some other reader, I guess, of his tweets or follower. And the discussion goes like, why don't you just take your music off Spotify? And this is very important because what has happened in 2020, uh, as we know, the pandemic has basically destroyed the live music scene. And yes. I think artists are dependent on other sources for income and also to stay relevant. Am I correct? Absolutely, man. This is like... Um well, I, I, I could go in, in depth into what in what we've been talking about so far. But yes, to answer your question, yes. Yeah. So I've seen some uh, EDM artists basically doing gaming streaming, which kind of surprised me. I think this is where the relevancy uh, comes in of, you know, staying relevant since there's no live uh, live shows anymore or, or clubbing nights anymore. Um, so let's get back to the tweet. Yeah. So um, they're asking, somebody's asking, so why don't you just take your music off Spotify? So he's answering. So there's a few things here. Um, 
believe me, if I could, I would try and organize a mass exodus. And then he says, then I would have to convince every single label I've released on to take my music off the platform. Stop acting like it's a fair and level playing field for artists. We don't like it. We can't just pick up and leave. What, what's your thoughts on this? Honestly, uh, here's the thing. Um, I, I, I think it's, it, 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 he's very, um, optimistic and it's very, it's very powerful stuff. And I, I mean, I agree with it, honestly, but I just don't think it's, 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 it's a business model that's not really feasible beyond this point especially uh, um what i was going to say was that what you were saying before is that it, it's kind of killed um the the live music scene and um and really it's just kind of it kind of fast tracked what was already an uh mm. what would you say an inevitability mm -hmm. um just because like honestly um uh, the way that thing the way that content is consumed and and music is is you know it it's not really we 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 obviously believe that it's special that it that it's unique and it is but it it's 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 kind of amalgamating content is evolving and amalgamating into like one big thing like the, the everything that's what the thing of the internet is it's everything's interconnected so you can't have music without gaming you can't have gaming without music and, and this that and the third and so uh basically i i from a from a business perspective i don't think that it's it would be a good idea to take off your your product but we'll just say product for right now your product mm -hmm. of a very popular store because you only have everything to lose by doing that because um maybe people don't want to have two subscriptions to two music streaming platforms um you know what i mean because yeah. they can add up you like subscriptions add up like very quickly i know firsthand like from the amount of expenses that i've had to, to shell out for this week or this month um that they add up so and and honestly um i, I think really this is kind of a, a shock to a lot of artists because they're going to have to start diversifying, you know, get out of, get out of the way of, of thinking, get out of the music business, get into the brand business. That's, that's the thing. That's, um, um, shall we leave this, uh, yeah. for, for, you know, until the latter, latter part. Right, of, right, of right. The podcast. Um, let's, let's, um, I've, I've done a podcast well with my buddy and that was, that was uh, ages ago. It was one of the very first po uh, podcasts uh, that we did. And uh, it was back in December 2016. And the title was Music, Where Art Thou? And yeah. we, I kind of tried to explain to him how we were buying and listening to music back in the days where this uh, music scene, the dance music scene started in the late 80s and how it is today, obviously. And uh, streaming back then was... Uh, was you know, the most prevalent, and it is today, the most prevalent way of listening to music. And, and the reason is very simple, right? You don't have to move from your house or even your bed or your sofa to actually listen to music. Just press on a button. Mm -hmm. And I think Spotify has received a lot of critique lately. Uh, it must be quite popular in the States, I think, right? Yeah, it is. I, I actually um, I, I signed on to their three month for free uh, premium, and uh, as a service, it's pretty it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, 
uh, and I am as well, you know, for the purposes of the podcast, mm-hmm. if for anything else. And it, it's receiving quite a lot of criticism and, and because I think the musicians realize that unless they're doing some crazy uh, number of streams, they're not making money of it. And, and obviously they're pissed off because possibly they did not calculate this in their initial business model. And we're just going to continue with these tweets from Matt Zoe. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to scroll upwards uh, to find um, to find this discussion here, which is the same discussion, basically. So he says this, and this this is what triggered my uh, willingness to do uh, this uh, discussion with you. The mm-hmm. average monthly streams per premium user on Spotify is around 1,500. So he obviously has data from Spotify about that. If all those 1,500 streams were by different artists, and the $10 for a premium account was divided equally among these artists, they would all get $0.007 per stream. And he, shall we, shall we discuss this first of all? Um, yeah, sure. I, I, you see, this is funny that he says this because I remember I read an article about if you're an artist, what do you want? Do you want like to have a million followers, or do you have? Do you want to have ten dedicated followers? And actually, with regards to revenue that an artist will make from Spotify, what you want is ten followers who will stream your music nonstop, rather than a million followers who will stream uh, one tune per day. Are you surprised? Uh, no, that's actually. Uh yeah, it's it's a it's a question of quality versus quantity, and honestly, quality overall has more pros than the cons. Honestly, so yeah. yeah. But but really, what you want is these dedicated guys, right? Who will uh, just keep on listening to your music like nonstop. Absolutely. Uh, and he continues. Spotify pay less than half of that, and they collect a hundred percent of the ad revenue. So the thing their hosting platform is worth 60% of the artist's worth. And he continues, almost most people don't listen to 15 different, 1,500 different artists in a month. They might listen to a few hundred different artists and stream multiple tracks by them. So what we deserve is probably closer to 0.01. I get his point. Um, of course, people don't listen to 1,500 different artists in a month. Right. Uh, and what he says is probably what we deserve is 0.01. But this is what happens when, when, when you give out, in effect, the rights to your music to these monopolies. Because this is the problem with 2020 and, and the way the tech world works is that, unfortunately, uh, people will go to monopolies. Uh, will, uh, you know, they will be attracted to monopolies that will be attracted to one or two streaming services. Right. Um, it's the same that's what's happening with Google, right? And, and YouTube, you only have one video streaming platform and all the others that tried are not really cutting it because that's the way he, the human race, I guess, works or mm-hmm. the, or, or, you know, the, the average Joe works. Um, so, you know, what he says is we deserve that. Yes, you, you probably do. But are you going to get it? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with it. Um, 
it it depends how you look at this. It depends on what your perspective is. If if Matt Zoe is putting up his stuff on Spotify, let's assume because because it it costs money for the most part. Most platforms they require you to put down twenty. Uh, well, it, it really kind of depends. Like if I want, let's take CD Baby. Uh, CD Baby is a really big distributor for a lot mm-hmm. of uh, independent artists. I had to shill out ten dollars in order to get my st- to get one song on spotify and everywhere so let's say that um for an independent artist and uh and relatively unknown artist such as myself ten dollar well ten dollars isn't a lot um but it, it, do i ever like if i were to, to say right now to you like do i have a chance of recuperating that ten dollars and not only recouping but also making more uh no and i think that's the large that's the disposition of a lot of other independent artists so within in that sense the, the penny streams like the point the fractions of one penny you know the same penny that i have in my car like that has like gum on the bottom of it you know that mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna like use ever yeah. um uh, yeah so from that from that sense it's it kind of i could see what where matt zoe is coming from if he is like in fact spending uh, a good chunk of money just to have these his songs on these platforms um what i would say is if i wouldn't be i think spotify can can and and apple music and and other platforms they can they can go ahead and, and and give me a fraction of a cent um if they want to what i'm saying is what would be really good which i hope the direction that it goes to is that like um if they reduce that the amount that the independent artists have to shill out per like to, to get their songs on their platforms because it they they stand to make a lot more money um but um i don't want to have to pay ten dollars per single just to get my stuff on their on their stuff i think it should be like a like a one-time fee for the for the year uh case in point um level music the one uh, one distributor that i'm gonna start using a lot more um they're still kind of in beta so they, they don't really have that high of a markup that like i don't have to really i have uh, like i was a beta user so i i can distribute for free okay and honestly yeah and honestly if if spotify can 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 give me a fraction of a sense i i think that's bogus i think maybe just Try one penny. Like I, I could give a homeless person like a few pennies. Shit, I could yeah. give them a quarter just for doing nothing. Yeah, and that's and it's really kind of weird how 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 greedy the kind of uh, the, the 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 amount they want it is. But okay, whatever. You can have you can have you can give me a fraction of a cent, but don't charge me a, like a ridiculous amount um, to just to put my stuff on there. You know what I mean? That that's, yeah. that's what my thing is. That that is a very important issue that I guess I wouldn't have thought because I don't have to do it myself. And as you're saying, we appreciate that all these platforms that will have some administrative uh, costs, uh, and probably they would require a fee, and but it should be like a one uh, a one off setup fee rather than a. You know, I'm putting a single out on CD Baby and a fork out ten dollars per single. Right. That, that's ridiculous. And 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 kind of uh, kind of talking, going back to the level music thing. I I'm getting free distribution because I was a beta tester first because I got on early enough. But um and and the, with that, 
they they gave me their premium features, um, which other people who weren't beta users they had to shell out twenty bucks for the year. Twenty bucks for the year isn't bad at all to get no. unlit like to put out as many songs as you want and to have a few features here maybe have, have like a music landing page for each release or whatever that's cool and analytics fine that's standard um 20 bucks isn't bad um but it like i don't really considering that content like the 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 the, the industry kind of favors quantity over quality yeah in more ways than one they 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 really cannot like continue on um with the high price point they cannot continue on like cd baby is doing where they'll charge you fucking ten dollars for just to, to put up a single or 40 bucks to put up an album that's not going to be a feasible pricing model and actually with this on this honestly kind of leads into a, a an interesting little offshoot of it but i won't go too deep into it is that level music is actually worn uh, is actually owned sorry is actually owned by Warner Music Group oh okay uh, which is a multi by, multinational absolutely so what they're trying to do and and spin up spin up is another distri distributor where their pricing model is a lot better i'd say uh, and with spin up is owned by universal um, so you have all these, you have the music corporations and stuff. They're kind of pushing out CD baby. They're trying to distance themselves from CD baby, from distro kid, from TuneCore, all these third parties. And really like, that's kind of the way that's how they're going to beat CD baby. That's how they're going to push them out is by pushing the lower pricing model, which honestly, if that's the case that if, and if independent artists have to shill out less just to get their stuff in there fantastic i'm all for it i mean yeah uh what about i mean distro kid is one that i am i know of um is, isn't the isn't their business model good for an artist a small independent artist yeah the the annual fees the, if they can compete with with spin up if they can compete with the uh, level and any other number of uh distributors um then yeah then 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 that's good but honestly like a uh if, if I'm, I'm kind of focused on CD baby a lot because I've used them so much in the past, but yeah, um, the, the, the industry is, is, is like, everything is changing, honestly. So you're going to have some, some companies that get left behind because they're, they're honestly, because they're too fucking greedy. <laughs> of course, honestly. Of course. And so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Let me, let me uh, tie this up now. I was just, trying to see what are the best streaming services for music. Right. Uh, I think this, this article is uh, focused on US in particular. So I'm, I'm just going to read now uh, a list. It's one is called live X live powered by slacker. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of it. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I've heard no. of slacker but not X live. Yeah. Um, Sirius XM, which is an internet radio. Uh, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music Unlimited, Deezer, Cobas. I haven't heard of Cobas. Mm -hmm. YouTube Music, Apple Music, and iHeartRadio. So all these are streaming music services. I mean, the competition is fierce out there. Really, they they, they can be what three, four, uh, which will survive. Um, you know, as as you said, how much. Can somebody uh, fork out uh, in on streaming? I guess if you're if you're tied up with Apple uh, with their devices, then you know you probably give some more money to Apple Music. 
uh, or or Amazon. Um, yeah, th this is interesting, but we're not going to go into the business uh, big time. We found another article, didn't we, about how much money is actually uh, all the streaming services giving to musicians. Do you want to bring this up? I will pull that up. Let me share my screen here. So let's let's uh, stay with the streaming because next we have to decide. We have to discuss about sales. Right. So if you go a little bit higher on that uh, screen, uh, so put a uh, a little bit lower where the calculator is. Just put an imaginary number a little bit lower. Okay. There. So just put an imaginary number of streams there. I want. For my next song, a oh, million next song, yeah. streams. Okay, let's see how much you're gonna make. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me do that real quick. Let me do that right. One million stream is good. Okay, so I'll hit enter. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? <Hold laughs> One <on>. stream. <laughs> Am I, I messing up? Have at least two streams. Ah, come on, buddy. Let's go. Work with me now. I, I know it's too early. Uh, I know. Damn it! What the hell? Um, just just write six six uh, zeros and don't put any commas or. All right, zero 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 zero. Okay. Oh. Spotify. Yeah. So okay. Spotify says you're gonna make four thousand three hundred seventy dollars. Of course, you're not gonna make that much, are you? Uh, let's uh, we'll just. Uh, well, we'll know because I mean, who at the end of the year you have to come out and pay taxes so i yeah. mean who really knows it's it's probably not four thousand maybe like a little bit above half maybe like yeah. three three grand maybe if you enlarge this screen and read below it's it just um explains a little bit just enlarge the screen and uh, you're gonna see what it says about it says of course the royalty figure you get here won't be an exact match to the real life royalty statements due to the unpredictable nature of streaming payouts whatever that means so they have their algorithms yeah. um, so after this let's see what uh, the streaming platforms are actually paying per artist so starting for those who are listening to the audio only uh we have napster so napster pays the most 0 0.019 per stream dollar per stream mm -hmm. now we have to remember that different platforms i think they have a different definition of what a stream is so for example on spotify a stream is is considered if you listen i think more than 30 seconds of the music track so if you listen less than 30 seconds, then that, that is not considered a stream. So if people kind of scroll forward, 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 forward to just go to the drop, that's probably not a stream. Yeah, that's actually funny that you mentioned that because sometimes I find myself doing that. I was like, okay, what's this song about? Let me see if I can, yeah, if yeah. I can really get into it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's funny that you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, and then you listen to the drop and then you had your dopamine rush you know, because that's what the dopamine <laughs> rush, and then you move yeah, to the next man. tune, right? So, uh, yeah. So, Napster pays the most per stream, as we said, if you get that stream. Then Tidal, Tidal 0 0.012 per stream. Then Apple Music, 0 0.07, if you scroll downwards a bit. Then Google Play Music, 0 0.06. Then Deezer, 0 0.064. Then comes Spotify, 0 0.04 then Amazon Music, then Pandora, and finally, 
YouTube 0.00069, 30s before you actually get something per view. Right. Per Jeez. view. So uh, that tells me go to Napster, put all your music on Napster. If you're going to choose yeah. one, <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Oh, no. I don't like. What? Like, here's the thing, because like you had, you can select which streaming platforms. Whenever with most distributors, they 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 give you the option. Do you want to send them to all uh, platforms, or do you want to exclude some? I really can't remember if like Napster. I, I I it has to be. It has to be like whenever I go into select which platforms it's on, Napster has to be there. But I never see them. I never see them. Mm. I don't know. That's so weird. But they're paying a lot. They're paying a lot, but shit. I mean, there's no one using it. So what's, you know. <laughs> what about, okay. So to me, it looks like I would just go with Apple. Yeah, you might as well. And honestly, um, considering how, how relatively speaking, new streaming music is, like, like, like kind of like how you were saying before, monopolies and duopolies and, and stuff like that. I honestly feel like um, I honestly feel like a lot of these ones will eventually drop off. A lot yeah. of them will drop off, and it'll just kind of be like two or three. The only thing that's kind of like really kind of um, separating and kind of keeping competition going, I, I guess you could say, is like um, because there's there's more streaming platforms, but they're in foreign markets. They're they're not even on this on this page right here and who knows how much they contribute to the industry as a, as a total and how much stake they have in there and how much of the industry they own. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, yeah, okay. um, another question that just popped to my mind from a musician yeah. point of view. So how do you collect royalties? Do you, is there like an extra service where you go and they collect royalties on your behalf? There, or? There, uh, there's a payout point. Like, cause, cause when you're talking about royalties, there's kind of like two different kinds. There's publishing royalties or like, I think it's songwriter royalties or something like that. And then there's the mechanical royalties that come from streams that come from downloads and then, mm -hmm. and, and vice versa. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think like, um, like take for instance, we'll go again to CD baby, um, 10 bucks to get a single out there. That's mechanical uh, royalties. However, uh, I think for five dollars or shit, maybe ten dollars more. Let's say for twenty bucks. I'm not sure, but let's say for twenty bucks, they'll then they'll collect the publishing royalties, which uh, which is like another I don't know, like it's not much, honestly, considering if you're a relatively unknown independent artist, um, it's not going to be worth that investment. It really isn't. I mean. It, it's 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 a, it's a break even point if you're if you're able to get free distribution, and 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 maybe just like a, and get a maybe like a dollar. I, I'd say, I'd say I think from all my releases so far, I've accrued like twelve dollars, mm -hmm. twelve dollars, and so uh, honestly, I'm, it, it it's weird, man, and uh, I mean. It's 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 evolving, man, and just what what artists are just gonna have to do are just evolve with it and just just can, just yeah. Can, can you see can you see a union of artists coming together to start a streaming service? 
I think I think would that's kind of what would you, would you join play. one? Would you join one? Would I join one? If it was if they were offering something that a was feasible, two that was some that was enough to differentiate itself from all the other number of streaming platforms because I think that's what title was initially the title actually Jay-Z I don't know if he's the sole owner but like he's like I'm pretty sure he's the owner of title and mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago like he got together a whole bunch of artists he got Daft Punk he got Beyonce obviously and he got yeah. like a few other artists to do like this uh when they were doing its unveiling and, and stuff and like one of their main selling point was like we we pay our artists more and stuff like that and we're gonna have exclusives and stuff like that well they're not and lying I, i mean i mean on this uh you can see them the number two on right on right they're, they're not lying um but i mean that's kind of the same thing that you're talking about like in in a way i mean there are they are major artists uh they're not like independent but they are artists nonetheless. And so they came together to do this thing and, and really kind of push it. I don't know how it's doing to tell you the truth. I I've never used title. I, whenever I hear a streaming things, I don't really hear people talking about using title to, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. So um, would I join if someone like, if I were to get like an exclusive deal, like to stream, well, first off, if they were to say, "Hey, we'll give you we'll give you more per stream, but you can only sell to here." Fuck that. That's not a good idea. You want you your wouldn't, you wouldn't do that, huh? Fuck no. That's that's limiting like it's uh, I don't believe in that. Like that's not the way that that you know, I know you might hate this, but content is consumed. Like you like that's why that's why I do the that's why I pay for restreams so I can send my streams out to to twitch to youtube to facebook that's the name of the game to instant you need to have things instantly like there and and, and like you need to like essentially the way that you know when we're talking about this content and stuff you kind of need to eliminate the, the the ease of access is the term i'm looking for to your listeners to your viewers to your potential fans ease of access how easy is it to tune into your live streams how easy is it to 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 listen to your stuff yeah to, to sure sure if, i mean if you if you don't want to exclude anybody then as you say you need to be everywhere right cast a big net and so if they were to approach me and say hey you can only go to to a abc streaming and uh but we'll give you more i'd say no that's that's not a that's not that's not how i think that things should be at least mm-hmm. for me i mean mm-hmm. it's i wouldn't look down upon someone who wanted to do that but for me it's just not it's not the most um I guess you could say uh efficient efficient yeah, yeah. way of doing business. Okay, let me let me ask your perspective on the next topic. Uh sure. What what's the relevance of radio in 2020 in the US? Um I mean, maybe. would you would you would you would you be comfortable I know the answer already for your music to be played all the time on the radio but not be on streaming services? Hell no. (laughs) We talk about, we talk about Napster. We talk about title and stuff. um, And we kind of like kind of grade these, all these companies on, on their impact and how much stake they have in the industry. Um, Radio. (laughs) I don't know, man. Well, think about it. Think about it, Johnny. Like I want to listen to music, but I, I I want to listen to music, but I can only listen to music when I'm in my car. 
Now, I'm in my car quite often, but I'm not in it that much. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like a homeless guy that kind of like has yeah. his, his house is his car. So think about it. Think of how like kind of. You, you, you don't foresee radio in, in the house. You don't see any function inside your house. Yeah. So I don't know if a serious XM has to have an app. Honestly, they have to have an app and have to have some sort of streaming because th just thinking about it, it makes no lot. It's, it's not a business model that's feasible. It's like mm -hmm. having a smartphone was a smartphone that you can only use in your car. Like what? That, that yeah. that's that's kind of the antithesis of what the smartphone is. That's of streaming is to have have things come with you everywhere you go. It doesn't make any sense. I just I just wonder because there's so much radio out there and people obviously people make uh you know, they they play music nonstop, right? So you you in theory me as an outsider I was thinking, well, there's a lot of royalty to be collected. This is why I asked you about royalties to breach the subject. There's a lot of royalties to be collected because there's all these radio stations right now, as we speak, playing music. Right. Right. Um, I think it might go back to what I was saying before with the, the mechanical royalties and then the publishing royalties. Um, I, I can't say for sure, but I know it's a, it'd be a good, interesting point to bring up in context of this topic, but, um, there's, there's royalties out there that are uncollected. Can, if, 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 uh, if, if I don't sign up, if I'm not collecting those publishing royalties, then they're just, there's there must be millions and millions of dollars worth of royalties out there that are just sitting in limbo. Yeah. So, uh, so that must be the case for, for, I mean, for everywhere, including radio. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, honestly, despite all this stuff, despite all this stuff, I like, it has to be said that this is the best time to be an artist. Like the getting is all things considered, the getting is pretty damn good. And so it, it's just, it's just dependent upon the artists and their willingness to evolve with the way, the way that people listen to music, you know? Mm. Um, uh, again, coming back to uh, the royalties issue, and I just want to bridge this with with my audience. Uh, right. When people are complaining a lot about uh, that the DJ sets that we see in big festivals. I'm talking about big festivals now, uh -huh. are um, are pre-recorded. Well, people don't realize this. There's two major reasons that this, or three, uh, not to be nasty now. Uh, <laughs> number one is if you want to see a fantastic light show with pyrotechnics and, and lasers and, and lots of um, visuals by a VJ on the background, somebody has to prepare this. Uh, they're not doing this uh, spontaneously. Now, I remember I was in one of the smaller stages in Tomorrowland, and I asked the VJ there and said, um, is this pre-recorded or, or how, are you, how are you setting up your visuals? Uh, and he said, no, I'm actually doing it, you know, I'm just listening to the music and I'm just uh, doing it spontaneously. But he was so, so synced with the music. I was like, he must be amazing. This guy is really undervalued. Just sitting <laughs> there, you know, one weekend uh, or two weekends every July. So first of all, I think for the main stages, one of the reasons that the music, the sets are pre-recorded is, is to sync with the amazing visuals. But the second reason is that they have to provide the playlist to whoever is doing the management, the background, because they have to pay royalties to artists. Right. Because when that will go on YouTube or in on any other stream, 
they, the, those artists whose music is played on those live sets, on the, the DJ make, mix sets, they have to gather some money for that, in theory. Yeah, they, they, they do, honestly. And just, uh, oh, man, it's just, uh, there's just so much, like, there's just, like, like it kind of going back to what I was saying before, uh, there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff is in limbo. The, this we, the, the time we're living in right now is just so new and it's so fast. And it's like there's a lot that that mm. and, and a lot of law, a lot of precedent that hasn't that doesn't really reflect quite well the time that we're living in, like in terms of royalty payouts, in terms of copyright. Um, honestly, um, playing copyrighted music on my on my YouTube, like uh, for me, um it's a no-go which is because it's like it's too much of a hassle i have to worry about getting the having to deal with the copyright claims having to deal with possible strikes on my channel and if i get three my channel's done i cannot afford that like youtube oh i know that personally. yeah <laughs> yeah you 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 know that for a fact from <laughs> this, this past week or so i i didn't play any music we didn't play any music we just streamed the 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 user interface there right 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 it's ridiculous yeah it's it's ridiculous but it, it's because it's because like like there's there's not a lot of precedent to to really that express the time that we're living in and like the streaming and that it allows youtube to send their fucking bots over to the channel and strike it down for no fucking reason um yeah, yeah. And, and so uh uh, man, it's just so much to account for, and you just, again, you have to evolve. You have to diversify, uh, you, you know, your your ways of thinking, and just, um, man, it's just it's okay. it's a lot, it's a lot to think about. Okay, what about sales? Sales, like as in, I pay like a dollar twenty nine for a download on on iTunes. Oh, yeah, or I mean, traditionally you would want. So I'm I'm looking. You playing games, right? Uh, right? I'm looking from a gaming point of view. You know there is a, an, a perpetual discussion about physical versus digital media, uh, and, yeah. and a lot of a lot of serious gamers, or maybe of the older side, uh, they would say, "No, I prefer a physical medium. I can touch it, I can feel it, I can uh, swap it or sell it uh, if I don't yeah. like it anymore." Right? So. If you if you tied to a digital um, if you tied to a digital game, then you can't do anything. You know, you bought it outright, and that's it. Whereas if you have a physical medium, you play the game, you finish the game, then you uh -huh. go to your local uh, game shop and you just uh, swap it or you you sell it there. And you take a small commission, I guess, or you know, some money back. Mm. Right. So uh, when I'm talking about sales in music, I'm talking about CDs that you can do the same. That's a physical medium. But even even if you don't like CDs, for example, because we're in the digital age, but the CD is digital anyway. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, downloads, downloads from uh, websites like um, Beatport, which is um, yeah, I'm using all the time and buying music from artists I like uh, or I want to support, or uh, Bitcamp. Mm -hmm. uh, which is which is another kind of uh, they, they have the same model uh, as Beatport. Uh, sorry, Bandcamp has the same model as uh, Beatport. As to you can put your music up, and then somebody would buy your album or your single, and 
uh, Bandcamp has this interesting um, mechanic there where you can actually give as much as you want or you propose what you want for, for the single, for example. So they don't have a fixed price as in Bitport, but uh, it allows a little bit of uh, um, leeway between the, the, the consumer who wants to buy and the artist. So it gives you that opportunity. So what about uh, sales? I mean, you don't think that sales play any role at all in 2020? Sales do play a role in 2020. It's just like uh, it depends on what the sale, on what the product is and what the profit margin is. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've said this to you before, but the profit margin and the and is a the profit margin on a twenty dollar t shirt that I could sell, um, it, though it may cost more to produce a t shirt, um, the profit margin may still be higher than like a than like a, a download on Bandcamp or um, but it, and and it really just kind of depends. Like I could charge uh, ten bucks for a CD at like at a show I was doing. Um, and then, you know, depending on how I price that. Um, so it's it's really just kind of, it really just kind of depends on, on what the product is that you're selling. Yeah. And, but the sales, I mean, I mean, it's it, it's hard to say like, say, sales do matter, honestly, but it just depends on what you're selling. Like yeah. merchandise, merchandise is bigger than ever. Everyone, everyone has merchandise and, you know. No, I was thinking about music. So um, yeah. just to just to touch base here first yeah, of yeah. all for uh our listeners i've done this podcast back in june 28 where the title was is is this the result of black lives matter anyway tracks uh -huh. records finally getting sued for copyright so um you probably don't know that but you're in chicago you should know that tracks music was the the record label that uh -huh. released all those early house tracks that made history and made this music what it is today. The unfortunate thing for the artists is that they really never got paid. So these were young Chicago, black Chicago kids who um, basically they realized that their music is is selling quite a lot. And the tracks records, uh, Mr. Sherman, uh, he made them sign these contracts where basically they gave away their music for almost free. Or, the, you know, they would get like 2000 bucks back in back in 1986 uh -huh. and, and, and then this guy would make a hundred thousand plus 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 by all the royalties when he starts selling across europe um so finally finally after what 30 35 years now tracks records is getting sued for for copyright so what i'm trying to say is these guys sold a lot they actually sold a lot of records of course different era different era right uh -huh. uh, but they, they didn't make any money back then um so that's that's quite important i think to uh, to think about but uh, the other thing i want to touch base here is the quantity versus quality so um issue so when when i when i go to uh, beatport and i see a release from my favorite artist every other week um, I kind of lose track of what is going on, and I also lose, lose interest. It seems that the artists are flooding the market with releases after releases after releases after releases. Yes. 
Then I'm looking at some artists who are big names uh, in, in our scene. For example, let's take Kamel Fat or Fischer. So Fischer um, had like the best, um, most streamed or most liked or whatever uh, track in three consecutive years, but he only released one track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Right, um, right. Same goes with Camel Fat, right? The, the non-stop in like every top ten of most liked tracks or most popular tracks for the year, but they only release like two tracks a year. Yeah. Whereas you have other artists where they just go non-stop, like every week, or the remixes of the tracks. I'm losing track, and then eventually, I'm losing interest to the artist because I just can't follow. I do not understand whether that release is significant enough or not that's that's a good question that's and honestly it's um i guess it kind of like uh i guess it kind of it it, it really kind of matters to your audience mm -hmm. uh and um it, it's it's really kind of like a it's really kind of like a an art to really kind of figure out to, to figure out the balance in, in, in the scheduling. Like, I, I totally know what you're saying. Like there are some artists that only come out every now and then. And it's like, like one track. Um, and then there's other artists where they, uh, where they just can consistently put in and out content. And like, it's, it's almost like to the point where it's like, it's, it's too much, honestly. Mm. Uh, and, and that's kind of like, that's kind of a more difficult situation, like a difficult topic to talk about because it's like, um, uh, it's just like, how do you know, like, how do you, uh, like, as like, for, let's talk, let's take myself for, for instance, you know, how do I go about scheduling my releases? How do I, um, like how, you really had to kind of, it's really kind of dependent on the artist. Like if you feel like if this, if this, if this, if this single that you're going to put out, if it's quality enough to, to release and like, um, kind of treating music as you would like a schedule for gaming so to speak mm -hmm. like that's a really tough line to walk like because you also have to have like quality control um it's it's very difficult that for coming from the artist's perspective i mean if if they're really serious about wanting to do something consistently which consistency mind you is very important for an artist no doubt but um, quality is also the, the issue as well. And so it's, it's, it's difficult to say, and just, um, it really, well, you'll find out, you'll really find out if you're doing something's right, depending upon the fans response. If, uh, if, if you get, if, if your if your song got less views than the other one did, um, less engagement too, as well. So mm. it's, uh, it's, it's difficult, man, to, to say the least. Of course. But to me, sometimes it looks like, uh, what artists are doing is they just putting up putting out all the singles you know for sale and it's like they don't know what which one will stick so they're just putting out as much as possible in the hope that one of them eventually will stick and by stick i mean it's a british expression meaning it will become <laughs> popular yeah right well well assuming I assume that the the artists that are doing this are, you know, they're not relatively unknown. They're kind of like, kind of maybe middle to bigger names. Is is that what you've kind of seen from these artists that you're referring to? I think, I think to tell you the truth, um, 
because uh, I'm I'm listening to to all the the genres and I, and I can't right. keep track of of all the artists. But the the bigger the big the real big names. Let's take the Chainsmokers for example. The sure. Chainsmokers who are you know very big names, especially in the U.S. They they go down the traditional route of let's put an album, let's put a single first or two, and then let's put them together in an album, and then let's continue with the release of three singles. And right. that cycle gets um, repeated every one and a half to two years. Uh -huh. uh, so that's a traditional route that music industry always worked. And, and during that uh, release of the album, they're going to do a tour. Um, so hopefully they're going to get some sales out of that. Right. And then you have the smaller artists who are like nonstop remixing and, and another release comes out and you get to hear about them, you know, on, on Twitter or Instagram and that's it. You know, this, uh -huh. it's not a major event. It's like, yeah, another single is out. Another, oh, my single is dropping this Friday. There's no buildup of hype. You you can take this to uh, and compare this, for example, with gaming, where there's a, there's years sometime of buildup of hype for the release of a of a game, right? As you know, uh -huh. uh, whereas uh, with music, it's like yeah, my my new single is dropping out tomorrow. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's. I mean, well, well, the chain smokers. I I think um, I think they can they can uh, they probably do so because they can afford to 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 take on that model. They they have a. They obviously have a name for themselves. They have a large fan base, and so um, they're not they're not not gonna put something out. But um, th they obviously they have access to, to huge numbers and analytics, and they can know like what the what model is more most effective yeah. Yeah. to to the to the uninitiated, so to speak, and to more more so unknown artists. I mean, they, they, they let's say they have a small fan base. In reality, like. If a, if a small like a fan base is still a fan base but um but if if it's lesser then there's less kind of like precedent to to seeing what model works best like i i i couldn't tell you really what kind of like even for myself i i couldn't even tell you what model um works best for me i'm still trying to figure that out honestly the mm. difference between what what uh but a, like a, i don't know if you're familiar with the term but guerrilla marketing where it's just like boom Here's a new EP, uh, five, six songs, no warning, just just dropping it. Yeah. But, uh, the difference between that and kind of building up the hype the traditional way by dropping singles and then leading up to an album release. Mm. Um, yeah, man, I honestly couldn't tell you which is more effective, to, to tell you the truth. And every, every artist is going to have to figure that out and really kind of gauge what the fans want, what, what, what they've come to expect. Mm. And just to close this... Um, uh -huh. But I mean, you 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 will have to talk here a little sure. bit about this. Um, the last part where artists may make a lot of a lot of revenue from is really the live sets, right? It's going out and listening to the DJ sets and dancing with them, or yes. or, or playing live. So this comes down to your concept as uh, sweats as a brand, because uh -huh. I asked you why are you putting your music for free on your website are you are you right. getting cheap which i don't know if that was a nasty question but it was a genuine question. <laughs> you're don't, right don't take it as a nasty question no no absolutely not 
Uh, it was a genuine question. You told me I consider myself uh, a sweats as a brand rather than a, a an album release. So do you want to talk about that concept of yours? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, well, yeah, it's it's a brand. And so, like, take, for instance, like, I hate to compare them. I don't want to compare myself to, to, to this brand, but let's just do it for comparison's sake. Uh, what was it? Uh, Obey. Or was it? Or was it? Uh, no, it's it's that one brand that they, they put their name on everything. Like they have hats, but then they've done like Supreme Supreme. You ever heard of Supreme? No, but go ahead. Well, Supreme, I mean, they're just this literal brand where they just come out with like products that don't have any relation to relationship between and amongst themselves. They put they sure they could put out a beanie that says Supreme. But then uh-huh. though I, I think I've seen like they have a supreme uh a supreme uh towel launcher. Like you you know, like sometimes they'll have like this like gun that shoots out like stuff to like to an audience or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they they I think I've seen that before. And so they're literally the kind of like the 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 masterminds, I guess you could say, of what it is that I feel that most, if not all, independent artists need to start like thinking of they need to start thinking themselves like like for for me i do the sweats and steve show which is a podcast i also do the music i release stuff on spotify um and then i also do the gaming i also game a lot you know so there's three types of products i guess you could say and learning how to to take yourself and to put yourself on these products and to make uh, to make it interesting enough to and and uh, interesting enough to to sell, essentially to to get the donations, to get the Patreon subscribers and stuff like that. And um, I, I think it's just it, it kind of coincides with the way how digital content and you know music and everything it's all involved. It's all involved in the internet. Um, and it's really kind of like coincides with the way things are going. So, um, and really, I mean, there's 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 more ways of, of earning income. Um, just kind of makes everything, obviously it makes things bigger. And, you know, so artists can support themselves so they can support their dreams so that they don't have to, you know, potentially have to work a nine to five job. That's that's the goal, I think, that every independent and independent art has in in the uh, in the back of their minds so uh so yeah that's that's and 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 really i mean all business aside i mean i i like personally speaking that was that's kind of always been a thing of mine i've always liked to try different things i mean i'll I'll tell you right now uh johnny um i not right now obviously with the state of the world being as it is but um i have aspirations to to do a little bit of uh of wrestling like like uh, like w sweats wrestling dude oh yeah dude. <laughs> i i know i know and and you know that's gonna be a that'll be another way of people getting my getting my name out there people knowing me may obviously probably some merchandise in the as well but that's just who i am i like to do a lot of like different things like uh and it's not like none of it really the business side comes in after the fact honestly i would be doing these things regardless just because that's what i'm interested in and and honestly uh the, if if artists aren't really thinking like that well they need to consider thinking like that and if they if they can't think like that if they're not interested in trying new things well i don't don't they then they shouldn't put all their uh, eggs in one basket then then and really kind of 
with, yeah. with in in this case it's it's the streaming because Matzo seems to be not let's not say mad he seems to be commenting on the streaming in Spotify. So are you saying Matzo and all the artists then they should just give the music for free as a free download to their fans? They, they, no, I mean because if he's got it. If he's got it, if he's got the fan base like that, if he's got the the followers like that, that'll like support him. Mm-hmm. And if he already has precedent, like if if he's been if the getting's been good for Matt Zoe for years on end, then no, I mean keep it, uh, keep it as it is. I mean just and try to get as much as you can from that. Um, you know, because he's already he's he's already an older artist, obviously, and he's yeah. Let, let's say established but let's say i was starting today would you advise me to put my music out for free then rather than just put it out uh, up for um streaming or what would you advise i i mean i'd say yeah because you really have nothing to lose because you don't have any precedent i mean if you're just starting out you 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 never had you you don't have years of, of experience years of of, of building up a fan base so you really have nothing to lose you you, you should try to to take on and adopt that model Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so yeah i would suggest that okay uh, i hope uh, you guys found uh, this interesting and uh, as i said it had to tie with with the whole uh, pandemic and, and the way the music industry is uh, switching at the moment uh, and changing at the moment it, it's not just uh, the artists of course that are hit it's also the clubs uh, uh-huh. festival organizations the record labels and everything between uh, all the people who are working on on the post production uh, i hope uh, you liked uh, my uh, my special uh, guest and i hope uh, we can do more uh, podcasts together in the future the, that was sweat and as i said you can go and find uh, his music on all streaming services as as it, uh, it appears he doesn't care about what Spotify pays him. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Or, or you could go to his website and download part of his music for free, his last album, his first album uh, especially. Uh, you can find him on YouTube, of course, when he's streaming. And do, I highly recommend to do listen to the Sweats and Steve show because it's hilarious. It's really funny. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere on, on most platforms. It's a big old capital S-W-E-T-Z. Pretty simple. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's it. Uh, and I uh, hope you uh, obviously like and share this podcast uh, and uh, just stay locked because there's uh, more to come this side. Absolutely. Th- thanks for uh, thanks for talking with me, Johnny. Appreciate it. Take care. All bye. right. Bye.